This is Damon Udicek, and this is the Ideal Money Life Podcast. This is my journey to build a business from zero to $1 million in 12 months. I'm going to experience a lot in the next 12 months. I'm super excited about the journey. I can't wait to share my failures, my successes, and everything in between. All right, let's do this. Good morning. I am off for a new day. I'm looking forward to what's going to happen today. According to my time map, uh, the first thing I'm going to do is start off with my ClickFunnels training. I've got my coaching session later this afternoon and I'm already prepared for it because I've already done the necessary work for that session and what I've been doing is I have been watching the video training and taking notes while I'm doing it. Uh, That moves me from being a passive listener to actually a active listener. And my belief is that if I'm an active listener while I'm going through the training, then I'll get more out of uh, that training. And then I also want to make sure that I'm doing any assignments related to that training. Uh, because it's in doing the work that I'll actually get the results. If I just listen to it, it'll be it'll be okay, but I won't be progressing or moving myself forward to where I, I want to be with my um, funnel building skills. So that's the first thing, and then I'll have my blog post that I'll write. I have. Uh, a couple of meetings today, so I'll have some prep for those. And then I've got some client work uh, to finish up today, which will work on giving me the ability to invoice and bring some money in, which bringing money in daily is a good thing for me. I spent some time last night reading through Get a Grip by Gina Wickman. Uh, and I really am enjoying that book. It takes the book Traction, which gives you all the guidelines and everything, which Traction is a phenomenal book. And then Get a Grip actually does it in narrative form. So there's a guy named Alan in the book, and he's actually a EOS implementer. And he's walking people through the process of implementing EOS or entrepreneurial operating system into his company. And one of the things they talked about last night was, or more phrases, I say talked about, um, that lets you kind of know how, I guess, it feels like I'm on a path with these guys. Uh, the 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 company 
that is going through the EOS implementation process is I think Swan Industries or something like that. And in this portion of the book, Alan is the EOS implementer and they were working on building a scorecard for their company. Now the scorecard or the company is designed to be a week, weekly scorecard. And then there should be, I think, seven to 15 numbers that the leadership team looks at on a weekly basis. Now, as I think about that, I'm asking myself, well, what are the seven to 10 numbers I need to be looking at on a weekly basis? And I haven't decided those yet. My thinking is, is that I've got three areas of my business. I've got sales and marketing, operations, and finance. And I need to have at least one number from each of those. I'd like to have some trailing indicators. Now, a trailing indicator is a number that tells about the history of what's been going on with the business. I'd also like to have some leading indicators. The leading indicators are numbers that tell us what is going to be happening in the company. And right now, I'm thinking from a sales and marketing standpoint of leading indicators. Now, one of those can be website visitors. Another one can be opt-ins. So someone opts into a lead magnet that I have. From the finance area, revenue would be an important number. I think to make it simple, I would be looking at weekly revenue earned. And then I'd like to have a profit number in there. The challenge I have is right now, my the way I've got my accounting system set up, the numbers are the, the basically the accounting is done once a month so probably what it will end up happening is i'll be moving to a cloud-based accounting system which will probably be quickbooks online is what i'll use and that'll give me the ability to get real-time data on the expenses and then be able to calculate profits. So that, me talking through that process and thinking, thinking through that process solved the problem already right now. So I can go ahead and get that set up in one of my management hours so that everything is automatic. And then I've got real-time data on my business. 
so that that those are a couple numbers that I'm thinking about right now and it'll take me a couple months to figure out the right numbers for the scorecard and those scorecard numbers will change over time as the business grows I'll need to be tracking different numbers but for right now I probably will keep it really simple and really focus on getting the lowest numbers lowest amount of numbers that are meaningful that I can look at a weekly basis now the example that Alan gave in the book get a grip is imagine that you are on an island and you have no communication other than receiving a piece of paper once a week and on that you have 7 to 15 numbers I think is what he said tell me which 7 to 15 numbers are going to be the most important for you to know what's going on with the business and that's that's how the scorecard needs to be built and this allows us to get objective data about what's really going on and we can use the data to make our decisions and as we are humans one of the things that is a very easy to do is not look at the data go off our hunches and in order to be objective about what's going on we need to just look at the numbers and say okay because we may like people or we may dislike a person in our organization which or there may be a temporary conflict that has got our feathers ruffled and in those instances we can just say all right got it and we can look at the data and make judgments based on results that are being achieved and then when we're talking with our people we say okay here's the results so looking at things and being results focused will change the way we manage our business if we're managing by the numbers it clarifies and simplifies and informs us on what our decisions need to be so for instance if I'm working on a marketing initiative and I'm spending let's say I'm spending ten dollars a day on a marketing initiative and I am only getting 50 cents back and new sales from that then obviously that marketing initiative doesn't work now, if I'm getting $20 back from that marketing initiative per $10 spent, then I've got a 100%, I've got a two-for-one return on investment, and that's, that's a good situation. And I let the data tell me what is working and what is not working, and I measure, and I track, 
And that's how I run the business, is based on managing my numbers. All right. Well, with that, I'm ready to start my day. And I will talk to you later. Good afternoon. So I am done with my day. I'm going to have to admit that today was a bit of a challenging day for me. I, I feel like I got taxed mentally more than I normally, normally do. And, and there's a couple reasons for this. One being um, I was in, in a decent amount of meetings. While I enjoy talking with people, um, there are times when it I get done and I'm just spent. <laughs> And so I think that's part of what happened today. Uh, it just, it pulls energy out of me. Um, so that's part of what I think I'm feeling. The other aspect is, the other aspect is I um, had a situation where I loaned a person money, which I should have never done. And then this person has stopped making the payments that they agreed to when they signed the promissory note. And now I have to turn it over to attorney to go after this person. And it's just, there's, there's parts of me that are just, to be quite frankly, pissed off about it because I did it put me in a situation that harmed me. Um, I didn't have to do the loan. I did it uh, for various reasons. And I also had to borrow money to <laughs> lend money to this person. So uh, I, I violated one of the money rules that I have had for myself for a long time is don't lend people money. I'm not a bank. I shouldn't lend people money. And I should have just never done it. But it, the past, you know, it, the past is the past, and, and we're at this point now. So, in any event, so that's been something that's just been gnawing on me. And I think the no, negative emotions I have with that is part of the reason why I'm feeling um, just kind of bleh at the end of the day. Uh, and today. I was, I'm trying to think what happened. I was working on one project and then I didn't get my blog finished all the way like I normally like to like to have it done. And so I've got to spend some time this afternoon after dinner finishing that blog post up. And then also I did not... Um, get the podcast published yet today, so I've got to spend some time doing my quick edits on that. Uh, I'm not sure exactly. I probably will work on something while I'm doing it, just to listen to it, but I would have liked to have had both of those items done like first thing in the morning, and I have to rethink why I didn't have that done. Um, I really don't know what happened 
this morning that I didn't get that done. Um, I think it might have been the prep I was doing for my nine o'clock meeting, Uh, but that's neither here nor there there at this point. Um, So it's there. There are going to be good days, and then there's going to be days that aren't uh, as fulfilling. And I have to feel like I kind of feel like today was one of those days. And I think I think I'm just gonna have to rethink some things, which is fine. So it's testing and, and moving. However, one of the things I know is that when I have a, a number of meetings, that it does not necessarily ruffle my feathers a little bit, but it it puts me. It takes me off kilter, I think is the best way to say that. One of the things I did work on is um, I, I got referred to someone whose primary business is creating, helping people create memberships with people that are just wonderful members. And so I was looking through some of the information that he had. And one of the things that really surprised me is... Um, I got a phone call from one of the, I guess one of their membership people right at the beginning, welcoming me to the membership and asking me different questions. Um, and <laughs> suffice it to say, the other thing was that was really kind of funny and I don't think I was. So one of the things that was also funny was when I signed up for one of the items that they were selling, I went in and was, you know, reviewing some of the content that I had purchased. And then all of a sudden, the, the website stopped working. And I, I I was just like, what's going on here? I think that's part of the other reason why I got off kilter, because I was excited about this new information that I purchased. And then I wasn't able to access it. And so I was just like, I got off kilter. And so I, I knew that my mind was just kind of off. And I knew that I had this appointment with my attorney to 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 file file this suit against the person who, who stopped paying me the money they you know owed me that I lent them. And I just knew that mentally I was just kind of in a blech state and I wasn't going to be able to get a lot done. So one of the things I, I worked, I worked on something differently, which was I had bought these blackout curtains for my, my video room. And so what, what, what that's for is I've got, um, I'll be recording some videos for trainings and stuff like this. And also so I've set up this this video room. If you go back to a couple episodes of, uh, about a week or so ago, I met George, the cameraman from Hollywood, and one of the recommendations he had for me was to um, black out my walls, and so I've got the the curtains for that. Um, but now now that I think a little bit further into how some of my time got used today, part of it was that that the 
basically reviewing the, the website from um, from the membership uh, uh, program that I'm, that I'm becoming a member of. So, yeah, it was, I'm feeling a little bit better now that I've had a chance to talk through it. Um, but there are definitely going to be some frustrating days. And um, I also feel like I'm a little bit overwhelmed with some of the work I've been doing. And I'm throwing so much at myself from trying to learn stuff that I, I think this is an indicator just, just to slow down a little bit uh, and just focus on one thing, building out one thing at a time. Uh, and um, I was, that's, I guess it's good to be feeling this because so many other people go through overwhelmed feelings and um, the other thing to think through is that maybe I'm going through this challenging because I've got something, I've got a new breakthrough to go through. And maybe I'm spinning my wheels on some things. That's something for me to think about. If I'm, if I'm working, working, working on something, um, and I'm making progress with it, then... It's time to, to to reconsider some things. So those are just some of some of the thoughts I had. Um, I had put my offer up for my um, my one funnel away challenge thing. Um, my funnel, and after talking with um, my click funnel coach, he. My original plan all along was to give the, the book Profit First away for a couple of reasons, because then it requires someone to purchase something at a low amount. And so I've got someone who purchased, and so that technically is a customer. And once someone buys once, then they're, they're, they're more likely to buy again. And so it's a lot more compelling of an offer to give the book away for free instead of giving two chapters of the book away for free. Um, so I feel good about that and feel good about the fact that um, we talked through that. And then the other thing that we're going to be working on now is building out a presentation funnel where the one of the main objectives is for me to do a webinar on why someone should, you know, educating someone on what I'm offering. And that also allows me to sell a bigger ticket item to people. So um, I feel good about the, the progress. It's just there's there's more work in front of me, which is fine. I've got an hour a day set to, to work on those items. Um, and I looked at my my revenue, my weekly revenue goal that I'm working on. And so I've got some time allocated to, to mainly towards Friday where I can work on that. Um, so 
I've still got this overwhelmed feeling, so I think I'm going to have to think through why, what's what's going on that is causing me to feel overwhelmed because this is a signal that something's a little bit off kilter. Um, I think part of the reason why I'm, I'm feeling off kilter is because I didn't get my blog post finished this morning. I probably got about halfway through it, um, but not completely. I would have liked to have been finished with that. I also would have liked to have the podcast finished already. But um, that's okay because part of what I'm, I'm establishing this routine for myself. And the good thing will be is that at the end of the week, I'll be able to to map out. I'll be able to look at how my perfect week and compare that to my actual week. And I'll be able to determine the difference there. So I think also I'm feeling a little bit behind on some client work that I've got to get done. So that may be weighing on me as well. I'm just spending a, a minute or two thinking through this and actually taking a pause with this. I think if I look at the last since March... Really going back a year from now, well, you know, so a year, I've been a profit first professional for a year. It wasn't, I've been, I've been growing and stretching myself a lot. So from a fulfillment standpoint, it's been really good. However, um, it's required me to constantly push myself. And I know there's areas where I could probably cut back. I mean, when I when I first think about that, you know, an initial thought is, well, the blog and, and, and the podcast, you could trim back on that. Um, but deep down, I know that's not the right answer. I know that the blog and the, the podcast, it's going to have legs. I just haven't found the right audience yet. And why do I know that it's going to... What, what makes me think that it has legs? Because I'm proud of the work that I'm doing is the answer. Um, in fact, the blog post that I'm writing today is entitled, Are You Proud of It? And it's a story that um, I heard Russell Brunson talk about. And the, the story was... Um, his dad told him to go clean the car. And Russell went out and cleaned the car. Then he came back. And Russell said, hey, dad, (laughs) I'm done cleaning the car. And then his dad said, are you proud of it? And Russell was a little bit taken, "What, what, what? Are you proud of it, his dad said. And so Russell was like, well... He thought about it, and then he went back, and he, he went to go clean the, the car some more. Um, and then he came back and said, Dad, I'm, I'm done with cleaning the car. And his dad said, are you proud of it? And Russell's like, yeah, I'm proud of it. And his dad was like, good. Then you're done. 
And we've all got this little voice inside of us that that is our conscience or whatever you want to call it that lets us know when we're done. And we all have things that we're really good at. We have all got these strengths. And part of the reason why we've got strengths with them is because, one, we're good at it, but we can also say and be determined, I'm proud of this. And what we've we've worked or create on, created is what we've worked or created is something we can be proud of. It's work that we've done a good job with it. And the reason I know that the podcast is going to have legs and the reason I know that the blog is going to have legs is because I'm putting my best stuff into that. I'm proud of that work. And my people, the ones, the tribe, the community that I'll find, the work I'm doing The work I'm doing now will change their lives. And as I was working on this blog post this morning, um, I wrote in my notebook why. And the question why Why am I doing this? Because this message I have is too important for me to be quiet. There's a lot of suffering that people are going through that is needless. And it doesn't have to be that way. And I've got the message. I've got the stories. I have the life experience. That'll make a difference. And that's why I'm doing this. And yes, I am proud of it. This is the best work I've done in my career. And I'm going to continue to give it everything I have. that does it for today's show. If you enjoyed the podcast, 
do two things for me, please. One, subscribe to the Ideal Money Life podcast. And two, tell one person about the show. This is a labor of love for me, and I want to get the message to as many people as possible. Thank you for listening. Ideal Money Life podcasts are for general information purposes only and do not create a CPA, tax advisor, investment, or other professional relationship. You should consult your professional advisors before you apply anything you've learned from this podcast. Remember the wise words of Benjamin Franklin, your net worth to the world is usually determined by what remains after your bad habits are subtracted from your good ones. Have a great day.